0: You two motherfuckers look like y'all could be twins. I don't think they actually look very dissimilar. The only thing I have from the dad I never knew is Half
1: of a locker. We
0: must be brothers Not just brothers, Trevor Twins Wow, we're twins. twins We're fucking identical twins If mom and dad got married again Then we'd have a real family What if we trick them into getting back together? What, what are you are doing, doing here? <gasps> the twins Y'all just servants, this is my palace Built it brick by brick So get in a line, drop on your knees And suck my fucking dick
1: should I open another bottle? I know it's our second, but we're not Baptists.
0: Should we drown them in the bathtub in the old fashioned way? Y'all fucked up! I'm gay. Queer is a $3 bill and just as thin. Who likes the fucking hand job and I only play to win? Oh, God. Wow, a, a lady boss. I guess it really is the year that it is. I'm so sorry. Did you say sewer boys?
1: Disgusting! They're not disgusting, they're gay culture.
0: Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers.
1: And I'm Thomas Carruthers' worst nightmare. Reinhomes.
0: You do know that oh no, this comes out before okay. This comes out before I decorate me So we end on a nice note. Um, I have currently rated at <laughs> n- number five of my favorite films of 2023.
1: Five?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh um, my God. I have The Holdovers at six, um, The Killer at seven, and Maestro at eight. <laughs> and all of the strangers at night um i have the wonderful new film from aaron jackson and josh sharp and director larry charles with music by Carl saint lucy starring nathan lane and megan Mullally, and megan the stallion i have dicks the musical which i think is one of the most audacious and original films of the year, and I think is one of the best films of the year, and I think is by far the best movie musical of the year, and I was, and I've been very fortunate that all of my normal the podcasts I listen to everybody loves it, movie bitches they loved it, um I mean last Teresa they're friends with Josh and Aaron so, but then and Bowen and Yang's in it, but um. I thought, perhaps <laughs> naively, that my dear friend Green Holmes, who I share most op- opinions with and taste and culture, by a few notable exa- uh, by a few notable exclusions. And I thought that as a lover of musicals, as a lover of bizarre, wacky comedies, That I would have Fellow fan With Dixie Musical However last night I received a message That started off With my name Tom End message "Um, What the fuck Did you just make me watch Rian Do you care to explain yourself
1: No I think That's our time (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I I will do my best. I will give credit where credit is due. I agree that it is maybe the most unique film of the year. There is truly nothing else like it currently. But does that make it the best film of the year?
0: No, I don't want to conflate the two. I think it's a very well-made film.
1: It's well-made, The production value, production quality is very high, and I did enjoy, I'd say, eighty percent of the songs.
0: Okay, that's good because it's a musical, and um, (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll go song by song, I guess. But um, and performances.
1: But this is the thing that I'm still like working out in therapy. Because obviously from the jump, it was established like this is not your average film. This is very sensational, very wacky. And I was on board with that. I was. I was like, okay, this is going to be a spoof of like the toxic masculine, straight white finance bros. And I was like, I'm yeah, this, this is a bit of me. This is fun. It just proceeded to get stranger and stranger to the point where I no longer had anything to hold on to and you can You know what I'm going to say I'm going to
0: make I'm going to make this point just like off the bat we sure. both love rocky horror yes, and we
1: do.
0: and I don't and I said this in my review of like you know uh, about how there are certain films now that are made to be cult classics and I think and, and most of those are often bad because they're they're sort of edgy and it's like, oh well, we'll find the crowd in 30 years. And I don't think that's a way to make a film. But if you no, if I, I said, said I found this movie Rocky Horror directed by Jim Sherman and written by Richard O'Brien, you would you not have, do you not think of just play the mental exercise? Do you think you would not have the exact same reaction?
1: No, I I do I do see what you're saying, and I think. Yes if Rocky Horror came out today I probably wouldn't have the same attachment to it because part of part of its charm for me anyway is the community aspect is the cult following is the I was going to say have
0: you ever watched it alone
1: um yeah I would have at some point but yeah. it's it's elevated by mm. going to a sing along watching it in your other favorite film <laughs> um Oh yeah. I think uh... <laughs> the principal difference between that and Dix the Musical is I think Dix the Musical is far too self aware and self referential and it's like every joke was made with the the thing of like, oh, this is gonna be funny. Like whereas Rocky Horror it's played completely like straight laced and yes there are funny moments but it's it's just not the same type of humor it's the same kind of you know zany supernatural sexy like devices but it's not It's by no means the same humor
0: and no i don't know yeah no it's, i think humor is the big difference this is a move that is intentionally funny and is a comedy whereas in many ways i wouldn't actually say that *Rookie horror is like a straightforward you know like a comedy
1: if, if is, you know if, uh, i i uh, i did um an assignment on it another another um anecdote from my study abroad days i did a um an assignment on it for like my gothic literature class and how it kind of yeah. um utilizes gothic tropes for the for the modern day. And it's it is it's a parody of, you know, fear-mongering around gay people and transgender people and people that don't conform to heteronormative and gender normative ideals of like the 70s and 80s. And so it's like it it is designed to be funny in the sense that Oh look you're all fainting at this like you know monstrous creature but instead of wearing fangs and a cape he's wearing garters and like a face full of makeup like it's the
0: Hey do any of you guys know Adam Madison? <laughs> um this is a movie that in so many ways defies description and yet the first thing I want to discuss is in relation to our two other films that I feel are sometimes Uh, After some time, this will be discussed in the same vein as, yes, Pink Flamingos and more so The Rocky Horror Picture Show, both were wildly original queer independent films that baffled critics in no so many ways and then went on to gain a tremendous cult status. Now, when films feel of that ilk in this modern era, the first thought people have is rather cynically some attempt is being made to make an intentional cult classic when obviously the notion of such a thing defies the principle of cult status. I feel like some are discussing dicks in that sense when for me, it has more in common with the works of John Waters and Richard O'Brien than people are reckoning with. Uh, I talk about uh, Pink Flamingos. However, in regards to Rocky Horror, I wish to discuss how the film, after all of its insanity and bizarrity, eventually comes in a roundabout message to all love is love. Now, of course, without spoiling the film, I won't discuss how that comes to pass, but it is very similar for me to how Rocky Horror, after all of its mania, comes down to don't dream it, be it, with neither film sacrificing any of their queerness or their shockingness for what could be seen as a quite saccharine message. The last time I watched Rocky Horror, I was overwhelmingly taken by the, the moroseness and the, the sort of sad quality mm. of the ending. And that very sentiment not sentimental, but like that very haunting and, and crawling on the planet's face, um, a, a race of insects called the human race, lost in time and lost in space and meaning incredibly evocative um and you know they're all i mean we're we're british so we have the song superheroes whereas when i watched in america the song superheroes is cuss but anyway um i think this is just i just well no, one minute let's stop being so highfalutin it's incredibly funny it's incredibly well made all the songs are great and everybody's really fun in it when did it lose you you. (laughs) really Did you not find this funny?
1: No, there were moments that really made me laugh. I was really taken with the with the opening, and like everything goes right for me. like this is my straight man power song, like-
0: a great song called "Always Be on Top," which opens the film. And from the off, we're we're just in great hands. The opening titles, you know, this is the first time gay people have ever played <laughs> this is the first movie ever written by gay men very funny and they're also playing heterosexuals which is also very brave and um, and just yeah, from the off
1: that was that was great like i thought that is that, that is my humor and yeah that that i was sold on i think when it started to slip for me was when they met the parents and it just crossed over into like like, listen, I I have been an enjoyer of like random comedy and like spectacle in the past. Like I love um Starkid musicals like and they've been known to just like indulge in like the the weird and the fanatical. But this I feel because it was such high production value it almost seemed like misaligned with what I was seeing. And it was like that that was where they, they started to lose me, but I did I I stuck with it. <laughs> Until like they was just it was just like brick by brick they dissolved my will <laughs> to live. Okay
0: then so if right so if we were doing this podcast would you have turned it off?
1: Maybe you really, know, I, don't, I don't. I don't like to stop films. I like. I like to see things through until the end. By like, as a personal principle.
0: We open with Bo and Yang narrating as a gay god. New York City population one hundred. <laughs> Hilarious. That's the first. These are great. This is great from the start. And this terrible fifty stock footage that is then cut with kind of just terrible sets. This is A24. This is A24's first musical, mm. and yeah, it's a, it's, a rel- I mean, it's No, it's not Killers of the Flower Moon budget, but it's you know it's a rel- it's a high budget for what could be described as. I mean, they started from a UCB yeah. show in a in a in a garage, and like you know, it was called fucking identical twins, and that was the name of the of the show, and this was it was originally pitched as the name of the film, um, until they realized very like. AMC's are not going to going to show it, um, and it is a better title. And maybe in the future it'll be released as such. But um, I also think in this world where you know every single musical is advertised as if it's not a musical, to just come out with a movie called "Dicks the Musical," I think I think is say is something.
1: Do you not it's think brave. that it? It is very brave. Um, no, I I do I do disagree with the wonkering of like modern movies of like oh we can't let people know that it's a musical like we've got to be palatable I don't think this movie ever that ever crossed their minds of like no. we be palatable to the masses because they knew they wouldn't be so like what's the point in trying to convince people that it's not a musical it's got So much more
0: to be mad about. (laughs) Mad? To be mad about? (laughs) Rian, is this where we find out you're secretly conservative?
1: Yeah,
0: I am. These are some of the musical posters outside um, Trevor and uh, Craig's uh, (laughs) apartments. Lube, My Queer Lady, The Gay Old Couple, and my personal favourite, G-Free. What Have You Done? The musical. Um, clearly you it was... liked
1: them, but you didn't care for the posters that were up in theater camp. Oh well, yeah, because it's
0: it so. just Mad Libs. Theater camp was lazy. What? Uh, what a sandwich? Uh, what was the? What was it? A sandwich? A, a sandwich and I in a closet.
1: And just Lou lazy is like top tier intellectual comedy
0: instead of Grease <laughs> yeah, all right, no, it's okay. Um, I'm going to come out with this. Everybody loves Taylor Swift. <laughs> all of the bridges in these songs are better than any Taylor Swift song. All of these bridges <laughs> are absolutely incredible. The always be on top, and then um, again with it, I slay pussy everywhere. It's hilarious. It's very, very fun, and they're good songs. Let's talk song by song, I guess. Um, did you not like... Were you not infectious about Josh Sharp and Aaron Jackson's incredible creativity and great performance and, and you know, were you just not like, oh, this is great?
1: Like, again, I had, I had high hopes at the beginning and then they just kind of lost me. Like, well, you wanted to go song by song, so let's go song by song.
0: I want to know where your 20% you don't like is. Did you not like... Surely you like to always be on top of a great song.
1: It's not specific. It's not specific songs as such, but it's like the music in general and like the lyrical content. And like, okay, so there's just a point in the songs and in a lot of the dialogue where they just kill jokes dead. Like the thing about like the mother's pussy falling off and like rolling on the floor funny the first time I heard it. I then had to hear it another six times.
0: And Sung then... by Megan Mullally, a trained opera singer. This is something mm-hmm. you will never Megan get Mulally again. Megan
1: Mullally is incredible. Aunt Gail from Bob's Burgers, as I was like racking my brain.
0: Oh, right.
1: um, Yeah, the, I can't fault these performances, but I wish they were doing something else.
0: <laughs> hmm. Do you not think it's something that these incredibly storied Broadway performance. I like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna give my talents to this crazy musical.
1: Well, sure, yeah, and I, I would love to know how much they got paid to do it. I need to know what Megan the Stallion, like, what was going through her head when she got to set that day.
0: I think she. I think they thought they were gonna win Best Original Song. I mean, what a <laughs> great song! I put this in my review. What the hell were we doing as an Academy, I'm not part of the Academy, to not nominate one of these songs and have A, have Lonely be performed live. That would be a moment for all time. Have Megan the Stallion do perform out Alpha the Alpha. Everybody's talking about Barbie. Let's have a Dixon musical performance. <sighs> if you don't think I can jerk off and make sales, then you're wrong. It's incredibly great stuff. You can be my assistant. Well, all my assistants are my dick. I just feel like I'm in a black hole. This is terrible. Is this how you felt for theater camp?
1: No, and like, because I knew that you enjoyed most of it, and like, but it just fell short for you. Generally, I didn't like it. It's fine.
0: <laughs> that's fine. Of the okay, so there's this. You obviously didn't like go with the dragon tattoo. What are the other ones that you really hated? Um, Basic instinct. Yeah, but that's not been podded yet. That's not officially podded.
1: I think all the others that we've talked about. I I've made an attempt to <clears throat> talk about films that I. Have like a lot of enjoyment and like respect for, and can talk for a long time about. I did give you the option to tag this episode. No, 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 no. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How else am I going <laughs> to? Um, I think Will would like this, but Will's not. Uh, Will's doing Oppenheimer instead. Mm. So I think Will.
1: Which, as we all know, they're on par. <laughs> One of five. This
0: leave. Is- it's so insane. Bottoms is four. May, December, Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flow Boot, Bottoms and the Musical. It's an incredible five. Uh, what's your five? Oh, I really like. Uh... <laughs> oh, it's really sad because he's got to stay for Christmas. <laughs> I did love I love the whole thing. You loved isn't? the holder, I know. I know you're trying to take the piss out of me. Um they're selling vrumba parts, not actual vrumbas, just the parts. The
1: part. Yeah, that was Very great. Very funny. Very I've funny. funny.
0: Enjoyed that. Um No One Understands. Did you like that song? What a great, great song.
1: You know, that was that's the one that stuck with me the most, I think.
0: No one understands what I've been through. It's almost like my life's a lie and actually I'm sad. Sad. (laughs) It's very funny. Have you not listened to any of them?
1: No, I have. Um, See?
0: I know see. This is the thing. I think we talk again in a year, and you're like, oh I really like yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think I will ever watch this film again. (laughs) I'm saying that now.
0: That's all right. I understand, I guess. Um the great sight gags as well you know in the flash in the montage you must have two parents to ride this ride um, yeah
1: i did i i was pointing those out to ruby i i, I did yeah. enjoy them and that's the thing it's like i i think i they their quick jokes and their show don't tell jokes were the ones that like landed with me the most and like I just yeah. there was some that I think they they spoiled for themselves by just harping on them too heavily. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, no, I
1: <laughs> Sorry, can we pause? I'm getting a call from a random number.
0: Oh, exciting. Um you just for the viewers just missed Rain talking for uh, at least five minutes with sorry somebody from O two even though you're not with O two. Yeah, I just don't like. Why people. do you talk? Why do you talk to them?
1: Because you know they might have people swear at them all day. They still got to make a living.
0: <laughs> but they're still going to make their living. Whether you yeah, call it. It them...
1: costs nothing to be kind. <laughs> hmm. Her um, wife,
0: and kids. Yes, her wife. <laughs> um, with par, I could have learned to read. Oh, sorry, with ma, I could have learned <laughs> to bake or show women respect. It's very, very funny.
1: Again, I like. I really like enjoyed a lot of the songs, and those throwaway lines. Like I there, I was laughing, for like the first act.
0: <laughs> um, this is where we sort of learn that it's a parent—a riff on the parent trap, mm-hmm. except they're grown men.
1: <laughs> just, not like just the, um... find that funny. Yeah, I mean, I like the pointing out how nonsensical the actual parent trap is. I'm like, we're going to pretend to be each other and go charm the parent that we've never met <laughs> instead of just staying with who we know. And the wigs. And the, the wigs. wigs and the
0: wigs are very funny when he jumps out of the car.
1: Why is it so shitty and fake looking? See, you're already
0: doing it. It's a great <laughs> film. Megan <Maggie laughs> Mullally. I'm gonna give you some one I'm gonna give you some. Oh, you some... oh. oh yeah, oh yeah, no. when he's talking about the charity for wigs, I'm gonna give some bald barren woman a second chance.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: My own my only boy. The only boy who came racking out of that So you say that the movie left, lost you when the parents came along. Was there a particular parent or did you not like either of these incredible performances?
1: Don't get me wrong. Again, like I want to preface this by saying Megan mm-hmm. Mullally, Nathan Lane, incredible performers. They sell these songs the best they can. But it was just the, the general atmosphere. Like, it was a tone, it was a tone shift, even though we obviously started in, like, a crazy, wacky place. There was a tone shift, of like, okay, now we're exploring, like, things that exist outside of human physics. <laughs> I make like... my own
0: sand out of what? Out of sand,
1: <laughs> <laughs> And, like, Do you know what it was? Like, it wasn't so much, I think looking back is the parent stuff that lost me, but uh, uh, for a first watch, it was just, again, the fact that they would introduce a joke and then they would not let it die. Like the sewer boys, if that had just been the only thing we'd seen of them, I would have been like, that's fucking weird, but like hilarious but then they they became such a central part of the plot. That well, that's I'm not... Like, the, sorry, sorry. they are ca- doing right now? But
0: they're characters. And stop stealing my catchphrase. Um, what the hell, are, the hell are we doing? Um, the sewer boys are a character. They're not a joke. I don't understand... I understand your point on the pussy falling off short, but the sewer boys become a central part because they're a character. It's not. They're not milking <laughs> the sewer boys' joke.
1: <laughs> Why?
0: Um. The Evelyn song is actually the, the one that doesn't do anything for me really. Um, you know, and she's just saying a lot of random things. So like, okay. It's still very funny and it's a it's a great, 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 great film. But for me, the film goes into another gear when we finally get Nathan Lane. And I adore Nathan Lane with all my heart and soul. He was also great in Bo's Afraid. How are you doing, Bo? Um, it's very good. And of course he's an idol of mine and legend. Um you like Modern Family, don't you? So you know him best as Pepper. Um, I'm
1: trying to think. Well, I mean, I loved him in Birdcage as well. And oh
0: yes, I forgot you loved the Birdcage.
1: Big Adams Family girl. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: uh, yes.
0: I spend hours just watching both of my performances, and um, I've lost many hours of my life because of this. Um... And he didn't find him funny. And he didn't find
1: Right. Well, I didn't say that, did I?
0: Well don't speak speak for yourself.
1: It's not it's not anything to do with the performances. It's the it's the script. Like I couldn't abide it by the end. I was like, What are we doing? Why is it like I, <laughs> I I've had such like Reverence for A twenty-four as a company. Oh I'm like,
0: why are we Rian. Doing this?
1: Rian. You ask you asked for my opinion. I know, I know, I
0: I know, I know, I know. But isn't this, you know, a million times more interesting and better than you know, the whale that they did? They did the whale. Um
1: I I did forget that was A twenty four. What what? But, like, I, 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 this is the thing again. Like, it's so hard to rank films on just completely different planes of like, this is what they're trying to achieve versus the fucking whale.
0: Well, this is the great thing about *Aitor Before* is that in one year you get both past lives and this.
1: Yeah, it's it's versatile. I will give them that. And I, I and I don't I I. I want to be careful with my wording because I don't think they should be pigeonholed. I am glad I was saying to um Ruby that I'm glad that they have this kind of budget now to explore different movies and they're not just like this indie like entity mm. like they are they are like a monolith now um, and yet. <laughs> I had, like, the satisfaction of, like, most of their films. Like, if I saw A24 on the banner, I was like, I'm probably going to enjoy this. Whereas with, like, Warner Brothers it's anyone's game. Do you know what I mean? I was like, well, oh, yeah.
0: That. yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, but you've... I don't want to be rude, but you probably have seen the best A24 movies. You haven't seen a lot of the shit that I have watched. <laughs> I You know, I... I'm sure you watched Hot Summer Nights for your boy, Timot- Timot- Timotay, Um right. which was not great. Um, but yeah, no, Nathan, I mean, I just, I just think everybody's so game and everybody's going for it. And Yeah, can't,
1: you know, can't knock their conviction. Like... Just the
0: one, but I do drink every morning. Um, his confession about being gay, you're fucking, she's gay dad. Well, I, I I thought the reaction would be a little bit nicer. Um, and then we meet the sewer boys. What are the sewer I boys did, called? I
1: did enjoy. Put them down. I'd sooner put down my wine.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, later, you know, should we open another bottle? I mean, we're not badists. Just... Um.
1: And it's, it's free, I suppose. It's not enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
0: very funny <clears throat>
1: My um, criticisms still stand. Like I can enjoy like a lot of it, which I did. And still.
0: Well, this is when we meet the sewer boys backpack and whisper. Um yeah. and how did you what happened? Oh yeah, get ahead. I, <laughs> that <was>, that, that, <laughs> that
1: didn't make me
0: laugh. <laughs> I was down in the sewer. Why? Daddy singing. Um, do you want to hear the story or what? Very funny could have I I know it there's nothing more. This is terrible podcasting. I'm just saying very funny. It's very funny. Um I really liked it. And you're saying no. And I I do think it is I think you hate gay people, especially gay creatives. <laughs> what so you'll never watch this again. Okay, right. Here's here's something. What if this becomes Rocky Horror? And, like, in 10 years, you're at a party and, like, oh, we're going to go watch Dixie Musical and we're all going to dress up as Evelyn with all those kooky things and, you know. That is the exact sort of thing that you would do and love. I can see you dressed if as I, Evelyn.
1: If I liked it, like... Mm. I'm not a sheep, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lean sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm only marginally a sheep.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, And then we get the great song, Gay Old Life, um... Which was the first song they released, and I was like, "Okay, interesting." Like, yeah, sure, show show everybody that you've got Nathan Lane, but also this is a song entirely contextually. Well, your argument is that it's not contextually uh, dependent. Well,
1: it's, it is hinged on the visual, like surprise, and and the fact that you know these are we're meeting these characters for the first time. So yeah, I do think that was a weird one to release out of context.
0: Um, and then it ends on a lovely uh melding of the two songs. Uh da 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 -da. I love when two songs are the same. And then um, you know they did that quite well, like the layering. I have no pussy. Very funny. Ah.
1: Even then, like if they'd have just capped that there, great. But then I had to see the scene where the twins like reconvene and he's talking about like when he had to kill the pussy with a flip-flop and I'm like
0: Okay, You don't understand, it was terrifying. Okay, you've got that. and Well, yeah, because it's a contextual thing, you know, they're trying it, they might have sex again, you know. Uh, you know, I have no pussy and I'm straight and gay. Uh, I just, I, 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 the fact that you just stone-faced... <laughs> And then we get this great song now. Now it's all right. You can't give up. Um, did you not find that? That's just loads of funny. There's lots of funny lyrics in there. You can't, you know.
1: Yeah, no,
0: that was great. I Framed her for last me, and now she rots in jail.
1: But then they reused the roofie joke again, and I. I
0: roofied it. Yeah, but it's different. I roofied a whole bar, and then we killed a humpback whale. You don't yeah. find the funny. You don't find the line "Life's a game of boggle, and I always play to win." Funny.
1: Yeah.
0: Is that Ruby? Is that Ruby? Yeah. No,
1: it's Ruby. Not. Ruby is stormed out in protest. She doing? did.
0: Bella, I'm, I'm sure you would have liked the musical.
1: We're talking about the worst A24 film.
0: Not the oh, wor- yeah. It's not the worst oh, A24 movie.
1: the musical. I don't
0: it's very good. Hello, Bella. Hi. It's very funny and very good, and I think you would enjoy it. However, Ruby and Ryan are being incredibly distasteful. They're saying it's one of the worst. with
1: I... like penis. Yeah. Oh, I a... think I find it funny.
0: Yeah, it's it's Nathan Lane and Megan Mullally. It's very good. Okay, I'll,
1: maybe I'll watch it
0: somewhere. You won't because this video will end, and Rian will say, "Don't watch it."
1: No, I will give it. You know, I I will not mar your opinion. But no, I... it's
0: all right. I hate lots of things. <laughs> you know, I hate lots of things. Again, when they t- and then afterwards, t- he's talking. You know, grave arabic was illegal in those days. Um, <coughs> you know, and then it's still illegal. Dead. Well, don't call the police, or else I'll lose half my wardrobe. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Um. And then we get the next song, which is "Lonely," um, which I genuinely think is an incredible song.
1: Yeah, I did enjoy. I did enjoy "Lonely." I didn't, as you suggested, shed a tear. <laughs> yeah, like, I did. Really? <laughs> That's all it takes.
0: I just think you know, you know, I'm so fucking lonely all the time. You know, it's just, it's just true in it. You know, <laughs>
1: it's true. Lonely. We are lonely.
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, and the you know the regrets in their lives, and and I just think Megan Mullally, and Nathan Lane are incredible performers, and singing this like power ballad duet in the middle of this movie that is ends with incest jokes and has two characters called the Sewer Boys. I like I, I just think there is incredible heart here.
1: You could make that <laughs> that case, yeah. I think. It does. It does help that everyone is is like you say their game and they approach it with like the utmost conviction.
0: Like Megan didn't have to do that riff and that belt near the end. Yeah. You know, ah, 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 oh, oh. she's incredible.
1: Yeah. I, no. Like. I'm not you don't have uh, no. You don't have to convince me.
0: No, I know, but I don't oh, know. I I'm trying to think. I I'm trying to put my mind. I'm trying to think if on a first watch I was more negative, but I don't think I was. And I'm thinking like, is it because I've now listened to these songs for now two months and like I lo- like I know like is it that and like I mean you said earlier. We nearly did this yesterday when you would have going to wake up early and watch it at seven a.m. alone, and I can't even imagine. <laughs> Just, oh and, god, then, the
1: whiplash!
0: But then I thought, okay, so she's going to have a little bit of wine and watch it with a friend, and every you know everybody can laugh. And I enjoyed it on my own, so surely you know it'll be even better drunk with friends. Um, followed
1: all the rules. <laughs> I,
0: I I don't know what could yeah no nothing could I. Everybody's different, I guess. and uh... it's
1: Yeah, it's just more to your taste. Like, the, this is kind of the division of our, like, comedic brains. And again, like, there are certain things of this ilk that I do really enjoy. I like Starkid. I like Big Mouth, where it's very... Yeah, one
0: minute. I, I this is the thing, isn't it? I hate Big Mouth.
1: But like because... it is just this. It's this, but no, animated. I d- no, I don't
0: know. I, I don't know. I find Big Mouth a little bit too juvenile, and I know it's made for kids, and adults have so taken it. But how like, how
1: far did you get into it though?
0: I watched the first series.
1: The first like because
0: I think because I think Jenny left around that time, and I was depressed, so I just like was like, oh, new John Mulaney thing. Why not do all, do it all in a day?
1: I thought but... you were talking about Jenny Slate from Big Mouth. I was like. Oh, that really I, was, hit you hard. I was
0: I was really sad when Jenny Slate left uh, SNL because <laughs> she swore on by. <laughs> Wait, was Jenny Slate the one who got recast because she was a black kid? By
1: Iowa Deborah, yeah.
0: That's she gets everywhere. I didn't even know that she did that.
1: She's like water.
0: <laughs> why stop stealing my phrases? Why? Why was Jenny Slate is playing a black woman anyway?
1: Who knows, man.
0: Uh, We're going to come back after our break and talk about the rest of the film, including Megan the Stallion. Who's great? Everybody's so good. (laughs) And another thing. Very funny, Rian. Very funny. Um, what's, uh, what's, What's like revenge for this? What can you've got three picks coming up soon and uh, you've sorry you, no you've got you've got revenge you've got revenge haven't you I hated Chicago so as as more time goes by.
1: No, so am actually really afraid because I can't have anyone poke holes in my comfort film.
0: That's your comfort film.
1: I don't know why <laughs> it just is.
0: It's so like, these um, guys were trying to break into the place.
1: They uh. There was like a, a really old TikTok meme that was like, uh, it was the clip from Superbad where he's saying, you could have picked any name. and Like, why would you pick McLovin as a, as a fake name? He's like, it was between that and Muhammad. Why would it, why the fuck would it be between that and Muhammad? And it's like, people would use that audio to talk about their weird comfort films. Like two of right. them. Right. And it's like, why the fuck would it be between that and that? So that was that's me with Chicago Seven and Perks of a Wallflower.
0: Perks of Being a Wallflower is a good film and beloved. It
1: is, but it's not comforting. It's like debilitating. It me.
0: No, I know it is comforting. It is comforting for the most part. So, sure. like, oh, they're all having a good
1: time. Chicago Seven would be like my Muhammad.
0: <laughs> your tick should have been your TikTok. Should, your tick TikTok. Well, it was Perks of Being a Wallflower or the. Uh, Deleted a sleep scene on YouTube. Full,
1: <laughs>
0: not a sleep poem. I'm gonna kill myself. Don't worry about me.
1: Oh um, my God! Yeah, that there was is in a book. Nah. They,
0: they shot it. Be to read
1: that fourteen percent. They
0: shot. They shot the film. Sorry, they shot it for the. I showed you the deleted scene. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, Dick. Uh, Dick's the musical, and to be honest, I don't. Oh, no, I I think I do hate Chicago 7 more as time goes by. Give it another
1: go. Give it another go. I'm going to have
0: to. Um, It's happening soon with the whale. (laughs) (laughs) The whale, God. Um, So Lonely was brilliant and in an ideal world. uh, Would be nominated and would win Best Original Song. Um, Far better than... I used to float, now I'm a doll.
1: See, I knew that you were going to try and, like, make it sound worse than it actually is, but then you couldn't, because it's so ingrained in everyone's brains now. You can't help but just sing the actual song.
0: Have I told you that I think I'm just Ken's like, okay, and that they should have done a better job?
1: I don't think they should have done a better job, but I think, like... It's getting more accolades than I think it needed. Like it's, like, <clears throat> I don't know. It's it's fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I hope Ryan performs it. that would be a great moment.
1: Well, Ryan, but... goes, like, when he when it was nominated, he came out and said, "Like, I don't know why this has happened, but thanks." Yeah.
0: Like,
1: you know, I I want to. Give the incredible women that worked on this movie their flowers. Um
0: it's not his fault that it's the best part of the film.
1: Well, that's neither here nor there, like that's subjective, but I think it was it was it, it was just like an extended gag. And like I, I think I should... Ken's whole storyline culminating in that. I was a bit like, Ugh. I mean, I said this about Barbie so many times. It's like they had so many different plots and so many messages that they wanted to cram into like a two-hour, two-hour movie. But they didn't know what to cut, so they just said, "Yeah, let's do it all." And so it was just it just got a little bit muddy towards the end of like, ah, yes, we have to give Ken his resolution now, and also Barbie still doesn't know what she's doing. Like, yeah. Also as good as it needed
0: to be for that. It moment. also should have been a full musical. I've said this before. Every the best parts of the film are the songs, so why not make it a full musical?
1: Anyway. Yeah. yeah.
0: We move on. Um to I mean this movie has Megan the Stallion singing a great song called Out Alpha the Alpha. Please tell me you liked this song.
1: I did for the first like two minutes. And then it just kept going.
0: <laughs> Scrooge motherfucker, duck. Um, I think I think Ma- I think Megan the
1: Stallion is great.
0: Um but, but yeah. It's fine. Imagine a world. Um, it's very anyway. Um uh, <laughs> great choreography, better choreography than Mean Girls the Musical. Sorry. Um have you seen Mean Girls the Musical yet? I haven't yet. Have you seen clips on TikTok of the terrible animal choreography of Apex Predator?
1: Oh, no. I mean, I don't have TikTok, but.
0: Oh, you don't have TikTok?
1: The most I've seen of it in the Zeitgeist is uh, the audio clips, like comparing to the Broadway version, which again, it was never going to be the Broadway version, but. Yeah. It's like everyone that didn't know it was a musical is disappointed, and then everyone that did know it was a musical. Is
0: disappointed for a different reason, so you can't win. Just don't make it. Um. Anyway, it's worth it for Angora Rice. What a wonderful actress, and I. She deserves the best. She was wonderful in Nice Guys. She was wonderful in Spider Man's, and she was a better KD than Lindsay Lohan. I'm not gonna die on this hill. Wow. These are my hills this year. But I got that Beat Girls musical wasn't that bad, and leave Bradley Cooper alone.
1: Just you leave just, them alone. Oh,
0: okay, yeah. And what's my other hill this year? I didn't realise this was going to be a hill. I thought this was just going to be my oh, private okay. little... My private little... Little mould. Um, out of the office is great. Uh, so then we go to the restaurant scene with the huge venues. <laughs> How long's it been? 260 years. Since we last... Oh, I thought you since the french Polynesian Wars. Yeah. Uh, that pianist in the background is actual Carl Saint Lucy, who wrote all of these incredible songs. Um, and here we go; we get another one. Um, Desperate for your love, I sang this last night when I rang you out of not anger, out of disappointment. And um, you were like, "I knew you'd, I, I knew you'd like that." Why was this a song that you thought I'd
1: like? It's just right there, isn't it? It's low-hanging fruit. It is.
0: I'm desperate for vagina. It's very funny.
1: Maybe I'm just more elevated. Maybe my my humour is more highbrow. I don't know.
0: No, I accept. I accept that I. Well, I mean, only
1: so. Like, I think I have a threshold. Like, and I, I like incendiary stuff. I like raunchy humor as much as the next guy. There's a threshold for me of how much, like, fucking and sucking and like dicks and and pussies, like before it becomes oversaturated and before like the words lose all meaning.
0: You've all. I. This goes back to my love of the word bitch. Uh, i mean i just always find it funny i just I, I i think i completely agree with you and there's a very particular way to swear and hmm. i don't know i think just the absurdity well we go back to like your issues of realism with bottoms when you were like the headmaster swearing and you know, it was like and you were like oh wow whereas it was just incredibly fun. shut the fuck up it's very funny I don't know. I find that I just find that immediately good. I can't be- I just can't believe that both Bottoms and this. Bottoms obviously to a lesser extent.
1: But... Yeah, I did I did still well I think because that was more grounded in realism and it's not that I need it to be like a dirge or like super serious. I think it can it can be realistic and unserious. But I Yes, I
0: Bottoms knew- is a movie that on a second watch now that you know where it's going. You're gonna love it, yeah, and then ten really years from now, I it
1: a lot more because I'm like, okay, these are this is the conceit.
0: Whereas Six whereas... is a musical that is so absurd that you'll never return yeah. to it again. Yeah, and that's fine. Everybody has, I guess, we'll take Lonely out of our karaoke rotation. What is in our no, no, karaoke doing rotation? That? <laughs> see, I knew it. I knew it. You see, oh I like a
1: good song
0: me party obviously what else what else is in that karaoke rotation
1: we've never actually done a duet even though tom used to host a karaoke night well, i never I liked read.
0: singing i never liked singing i never sang if you noticed i never sang
1: that's a lie <laughs> like, um i
0: have
1: video evidence of you doing a duet of you got to have friends
0: only when it was dead i don't like never when it was busy
1: it was never went, quite
0: busy. Because you got to have friends. <laughs> um, I, never that was the,
1: I never did that. Never
0: it was the same myself. It was the same on board. Like, there would be people, not going to name names, but it was like, it would be incredibly busy. And then, like, some of the people would come up and be like, yeah, I think I might sing. I was like, it's very busy. And she was like, okay, well, no, it's all right, I'll sing. And I was like, it's very busy, you don't need to. And they'd be like, okay, I'll do, no, it'll be something fun. And then it'd always be like, someone like you or you know, like very bleak. And she sang it very well, but it was very bleak. But then like on days, I mean, there was a certain, there was a couple of nights where nobody was there and I had to do song after song after song. And the wood, there were two wonderful Yorkshire women. It basically became a cabaret night for them, for me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I asked them, what do you want now? They went, can you do more swing? Um, Said of course. Anybody can sing swing. Anyway. Um so you didn't like Desperate for My Love. Um I don't think I've stressed this enough, but I do fuck men. Um <laughs> it's nothing. It's, I I need you on like a polygraph machine.
1: <laughs> I'm hooked up to it.
0: <laughs> you didn't find Nathan Lane saying, Gimme, gimme that pussy. Very funny. That's all right. That's all right. One month later, and the sewer boys uh, have disappeared. Um when the sewer and they and they finally get them all together again and they've got these terrible beards. And no, oh, I did uh, enjoy the
1: we've been living next door to each other this whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a very good. Song. If you were to if you were to choose three songs that you genuinely really liked and like would put on your, like my musical, What well, I have a song, me and Will have curated the song now do three can,
1: from The three best ones from each show.
0: But on my big musicals playlist I because I hate when on Spotify when it's like musicals and somebody's just put the whole Hamilton album in there and the whole Dear Evan Hansen, And I find it very annoying. Uh, Not just because of those two musicals, but I choose three. Um, Rian, what three would you choose?
1: I think it would be um what is it always always on top Yeah the opening um, you can't give the the one you can't give up
0: You can't give up when um, people tell you no life's fucking hand job and I only play to win so And it's probably like
1: Columbia. Probably lonely, yeah. Just for the vocal eclat of that.
0: It's a great, great song. Um, what do we think of the cape? And, and the fact that they keep in an actual break, I thought was very charming.
1: Yeah, that was that was that was fun. Again, Nathan like every... Lane is great. He could like, he could make a lot of stuff work
0: yeah exactly he's he you put him in everything which is I hope this sort of weird thing of him being in independent movies and bizarre roles continues because it was great in Bo and it was great in this um yeah, i I think Bo is afraid it would blow your mind i I have no idea if you'd like it or not you'll you'll be like why was it that long
1: and you uh, like it just wanna
0: so I was that. kind of on a first watch I was like this is too long oh wow but on a second watch, was it
1: I was
0: five like hours. <laughs> <laughs> but on a second watch, I was like, oh no, this is yeah, no, this is perfect. And and I'm watching it again soon with Jay for a podcast. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna. I love Bo. I love Bo. Hashtag Bo. Um uh, <laughs> uh, and then we get down in the sewer and we get the flying pussy. And This is what I mean by sincerity. Nathan Lane saying goodbye to the sewer boys. There is no winking at all. There is no playing the hand. There is nothing. He is giving an Oscar-worthy performance, saying goodbye to these two little creatures. Oh,
1: my God. An Oscar-worthy performance. (laughs) Listen to yourself.
0: I'm happy with my nominations. Robert, both Roberts, Charles Melton, Nathan Lane.
1: Nathan Lane saying goodbye to the little slimy creatures in the, the sewer. sewer.
0: Their names are Backpack and Whisper. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, i have put some respect. The
0: Sewer Boys drink blood for fun. They'd also read my mind.
1: <laughs> that to me felt like an SNL sketch, like just that song. Like yeah. Bo and Yang could have written that. And I would be like, yeah, fair enough.
0: Okay. But it Why, you're saying that like to, you're saying that like it's a bad thing?
1: I'm not. It's not a bad thing, but it, it's the fact that okay, then we've stretched this out to a feature-length movie. Okay. We, we had a conversation the other day about SNL, like, and their whole thing of okay, they they tee up a concept, and then they don't know what to do with it. And it just gets a little like kooky. And that's how I felt about this.
0: Well, hence we come to the ending. Um...
1: <laughs> this actually, this ending, I will say with like so much sincerity, I think it took years off my life.
0: You're <laughs> oh, being so stupid.
1: I feel weathered.
0: You feel like an old woman who doesn't understand today's kids.
1: Yeah. Do you know? I shouldn't quote Ruby on this. But she was like, No, I can't. I can't. No, no, you have
0: to know. You have to know.
1: She said, If I was homophobic, this would probably make me more homophobic.
0: Yes. I guess. Yeah.
1: Um, Because, like, they have. My issue is, I get what they were trying to say—that you know, toxic masculinity—it's so inherently narcissistic, and it's so like in place to please other men that they might as well fuck themselves and each other. I get that, but you can't have that and also have Bo and Yang's God monologue about like, you know. The straight men like took my words and changed them and like that's why you all hate gay people. And it's like that's not like we're not talking about the same things. You can't <laughs> have your cake and eat it.
0: No, I'll love all love as you have your
1: brother's asshole and eat it too.
0: <laughs> um did you not just immediately laugh out loud on the jump the jump scare cut to them sixty dining and running across oh, the room? It was- it was horrific. <laughs> um did you douche? No, I didn't douche. Wow, anal sex is really easy. That was really easy. Wow. Um and then we get the wedding, you know. Um, and all this message of all love is love, you know. And um, I have no pussy <laughs> and I'm straight and gay. Um we pray to our holy fucking lord, <laughs> um, and we get um, uh, what's his name, Nick Offerman, coming through as a racial, a racist bigot, like a homophobic bigot. <laughs> Do you not just think it's the biggest swing? And yeah, why not? The
1: biggest swing, but I don't think it paid off, like at all. Like a man
0: who gets a blowjob from a horse. Our love is gross, but all love is love. Do does you does not feel it comes around in a roundabout way of like, you know, yeah, all love is disgusting.
1: No. <laughs> and do you know what? I think if I hadn't have had that crazy, like, pivot, I might have ended this film, like, a little bit more agreeably. Of like, okay, it was kind of weird, like it kind of took some weird detours, but like we got somewhere at the end. But then I was like, nope, you fucked it.
0: (laughs) But didn't it need a big like what the hell is this ending?
1: I suppose. But yeah, I just like I think they again they just wanted to have it like work both ways and it just didn't work anyway for me.
0: And that's fair. I now pronounce these two identical truths. Mary. (laughs) Um and then yeah we get this incredible closing song. And I was, I was listening to a Nathan Lane interview and, and he was on about the final song and the use of the F word and he was saying how like for his it's generation listening because for him, that's like the N word and like how that was reclaimed by the gangster rap of the 90s and how sort of a lot of queer artists are now taking that and sort of, you know, you know using it affectionately and and again, I just think there's something to it. I, what an incredible way to end your film. I, I, I know, I know, I know. You could make the argument that having it be about princess actually neuters your point. And yeah,
1: that's how it felt for me. And also the fact that you know they they set up the whole thing of like these are gay men playing straight men, so like. It was actually never meant to be about gay people. Do you know? Like, does that make sense?
0: No, it, it does. It, yeah, I know it makes sense. And
1: it's like, okay, so I thought this was going to be a commentary on, like I said, toxic masculinity and like the patriarchy and heteronormative ideals and like how it's all bullshit and like.
0: You, you can make the argument very easily. a
1: place of like yeah. parody because of the people that are creating it. But then they also wanted to make a commentary about like love is love. I think, well,
0: this is the thing, isn't it? I think.
1: Like the film isn't about that.
0: No, I know. It's it's, it's fun. But I know that that's just an easy sort of cop out thing to say. And yeah, I think that just, I think this is the thing, isn't it? You can, I think saying it's a commentary or saying stuff like that goes kind of. Oh, me. It goes kind of to the negative, doesn't it? Because it's like, it actually, it's not really got any any huge ideas.
1: It's not got like a lot of you know. Something. It's not, but I also
0: and don't that's... think it's supposed to. I, I, but then
1: but you can fine. say if it's genuinely yeah. like, if it's genuinely just like a stupid film, fine. But I, I do think they wanted to have like that political moment of like God. Being gay and coming up against like all these bigots and being like, you don't actually know what you're talking about.
0: I think if they wanted a natural political moment, then it wouldn't be about incest. I think they're very smart people. I think, I just, I like people. I think I it, like it takes. For, you've were, got to be.
1: Obviously, in an absurdist kind of way, they were shooting for like. I don't, I don't know. I
0: don't you've know. got to be very smart to make something this dumb. I've said this before. And this is an incredibly well-made and well-crafted movie for what it is, and to, and very well-written for my money, with great, great songs, and none of the performances are winking or not giving it their absolute all. And I think there's something to be said for that, and but I also understand that there is in I mean we go straight to the bloopers, which are all very likeable. And in that blooper reel, you've got them laughing in the bed. He's laughing and he's like, what are you laughing about? He's like, "That we made this movie. We made this movie. I mean, and then again, you didn't stay to the credits. I presume you, you left as soon as you could. But after the credits, there was this incredible little moment of the original footage of them 10 years ago at UCB underneath a pub or something, like singing, you know, i have no buzzy and that they they look so young and it's that thing of it's just i don't know it's it's got a feel of it of like mickey rooney and judy garland come on let's make let's put on a show you know and everybody get together except the the modern fucked up bizarre queer way to do judy
1: garland would have made if she was still
0: alive (laughs) mickey rooney if mickey rooney was still alive he would have a heart attack again if he watched this
1: (laughs) Uh, and, you know, like, this is the thing. Like, I have a lot of respect for creatives like this who come out of the woodwork and, like, you know, they they make things with their college buddies. Like, again, Starkid, I have, like, immense, you know, um, admiration for. Because, like, yeah, a lot of the stuff they've made is kind of, like, stupid and random, but like it, it still stood like the test of time, and also it's a testament to like a lot of people working together on a common goal.
0: There's so random, I, do, like, see, I like, say like, all the time that I hate random stuff, though. I say all the time that I hate random humor. Like, or oh, I'm so random, you know, it's like really annoying, and and like, I hate. The character, the neighbor character in Friday Night Dinner, because it's I, 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 it's just I just it's always just so random and annoying. I and it's like oh, oh, do you have any lamps I can borrow? I need a new lamp. It's like I don't find this funny at all, and I don't know why this hit for me. It's the musical of it all. It's the people involved. It's the overall humor. Like on the surface look at this, and Bodies, 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 and Bottoms. These are three movies that on the surface, you might say, well, no, actually, I don't think in this case, but like Bottoms and Bodies, Bodies, Bodies in particular, you'd be like, oh, Tom would hate these movies, I guess.
1: But Yeah, it's an interesting formula to kind of study for both of us, I think, of like, okay, what are the components that make this like work for us? Because um, I think we both really liked Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um,
0: it was It was in my, I mean, Rachel Sennett won the Thomas Carruthers Awards for Best Supporting Actress in that year. Uh, it was, where did I rank that? It was ranked very high. But, yeah, it's a, it's a complete blog structure of each week. That's a log one. And that, um, I think,
1: was, was another kind of, like, I had it at
0: seven. It was, I had it at seven.
1: It was, like, kind of the first of its kind of, like... Well, I
0: watched the trailer, and I thought, Jesus Christ, what the hell is that this looks yeah, like the it, worst movie really in the world? Do
1: it justice and it, like, it, I think it's it's gen Z like conversational humor combined with obviously like the the thriller element, and I think it yeah, it just hit all the marks
0: I mean I watch everything. So I was always going to watch it, but I remember watching that trailer a few times before and being like, oh, this this looks absolutely atrocious. Mm-hmm. This looks terrible. I'm looking at my awards and nominations. You love Mary's Story so much, and yet you haven't watched any of the... Oh, and Francis Hart. But apart from that, you haven't watched any No About Bad movies. And I am really interested what you'd actually think of White Noise, which is a movie that is what, like, doesn't exist anymore. Sure. like doesn't exist at all but that was a huge without book
1: boy Adam. without bo-
0: he's great at it Greta's sensational Greta was nominated for no neither neither Adam or wow well, if I maybe if I had it to it did win uh, best adapted screenplay however At the Oscars was well. yeah. I
1: think
0: I think after your three picks I think that's the next project is is no better.
1: I'm I'm
0: very happy to do that. Like I just like I know you'll love wit stories. I know you'll definitely love Squid and the Whale. I know you'll love parts of Greenberg. I know you'll love parts of. I mean, while we're young is really great, and again, the, nobody talks about it at all, and it has my beloved Amanda Seyfried. However, Dicks the musical. What do you think the legacy of Dicks the musical is going to be? Do you think it is going to be a movie that in ten years people are going to be annoying like me about?
1: i think it's it's difficult because like i've said this to you on the phone you are the only person who i'd heard anything about this movie from like well let's
0: let's just be honest it's not it's not had an official uk release i sent you an illegal download we can be honest about this we're british (laughs) like it, it was released in america it's not had an official uk release I'm, and I, I don't, I don't think on the whole it's going to do well with British audiences. And I know that's quite a like. I don't think it'll ever come out. I don't think it like. who's yeah, I, I don't
1: think I don't think they will see an international release as something that's worth doing. Um. But I mean, yeah, I think. I don't know. I I I can't imagine. A world in which it suddenly has this like cult following, but there are def- there is definitely a lot of merit to it, and like musical fans can appreciate parts for what they are. And I don't know. <laughs> I think a
0: cynical I think a cynical person could point to this and say that they were trying to make something pre like pre cult, mm. and I and and I just don't I don't think that's the case, but you know ready-made costumes i mean how it easy is it to do evelyn and you know be evelyn and horror and Har- harris or horace anyway harris. um anyway and how easy is it to be them or be the sewer boys uh, you know it's it's like ready-made and the songs are great and fun um but yeah no i i, I think it is primed for that sort of cult status um if I don't know, but like you say, I mean, <sighs> Wait, how do we how do we close out?
1: How do we reconcile? Well,
0: we've got are you there? Good, it's me, Margaret. Still to come, and you haven't yet watched Oppenheimer or May December or my two favorite movies of the year. So I don't want to. You can't really do something summation about um. About Oscar season or the 2023 year?
1: um, Have you recorded Oppenheimer yet?
0: No, I'm on with Will on Sunday.
1: Okay, if I've seen them all by Sunday, I will send you my thoughts. Oh yes, just so the fans, you know, they're not lying and clamoring. Yeah. Um.
0: Well. Yeah, because you thought *Killers of the Fly Moon* was too long. And you are you you had issues with the focus of the story away from Molly, which we did hash out off mic.
1: And also, um, I spoke to our shared university professor. And no. No, no,
0: no, no, no,
1: no, no, no.
0: <laughs> why? Why do you Bam. tell me these things? Why do you tell me these things? <laughs> oh. Really?
1: He didn't he didn't hate it. But all the things that I said he agreed with, which was, you know, he, he's one to call me on my bullshit and he's not afraid to have a differing opinion.
0: Today, the Killers of the Flower Moon Pod released and um I, like the sad truth is that I wrote a thousand five hundred words on it when the first film first came out. Rather eloquently, if I don't say so myself. And I'm actually very proud of that piece you of don't writing. say so yourself. And I'm actually very proud of that piece of writing. Most of my reviews I knock out. And I, I think I'm a good reviewer, but I knock them out. I was very ke- proud and careful with that piece of writing. And I then did two hours with, well, he's, he's your ex, so I don't know if you'll listen to it. But oh, I did really? two hours, two hours on that movie. And the sad truth is that nobody will read that and nobody will listen to that. And people will still say the lazy thing of and i'm sorry i don't want to no that's rude i don't want to belittle anybody but i
1: will say i read your review after after watching it and i thought it was a very eloquently written piece of work and i could understand where you were coming from with all of your like not criticisms but like praise and even though they were just fucking
0: incapacitated, series. what do you want her to, to do? I, I I can't say this anymore. <laughs> anyway, sorry, sorry. Anyway. And also, um, I, after Zone of Interest, I rewatched. <laughs> did you see? Did you see Steven Spielberg's mic Drop? Zone of Interest is the best Holocaust film since my home. I was like, oh. <laughs> and if it wasn't about the Holocaust, I can imagine somebody would do a great TikTok and put some Snoop Dogg sunglasses on it. <laughs> <Da-da-da-da-da. laughs> but I, I, I rewatched uh, some some stuff about Schindler's List, and I stick by my point. Like, if Schindler's List came out today, would people be saying, "Oh, it's too violent. We shouldn't be showing these parts." Why isn't it more about the Jews? Why is it about Oscar Schindler? Like, I, I can just. Can you imagine what would like? That is what would. These the same arguments you're leveling against, and I know, and I know. I, I, anyway, I can't do this again. <laughs> it makes me genuinely upset, and it also makes me upset because he's a very old man. And what if he dies? And this is the last thing that, like, is fucking I feel like Joe Coy. People
1: have been fighting his corner.
0: Not so Joe yeah, Coy. They stole. White people stole everything. He even stole the movie! That doesn't even make sense as a joke, linguistically. Anyway.
1: Well, we both disliked you. You've, ups- set, so.
0: You've <laughs> upset me enough. <laughs> You've reminded me about. Of-
1: Guys, get in the comments, um, decide if we're going to be friends after this.
0: We are going to be friends. It's long last. The fact that you, you know, your love of notes on a scandal has given you like two more years.
1: <laughs> I was thinking the,
0: I was thinking the other day what the next sort of peculiar Tom movie is to watch that I think you'll like. Beyond the Bound Boundbacks I, and The Iron Claw The Nest was great and yes. The Nest and it's Jude Law and Carrie Coon in the 80s in England and um, like sad angry couple and Carrie Coon won the Thomas Curran's Award uh, 2023 for Best Actress. She is just I don't always say this. I'm... Cunty? is that what the kids say? <laughs> There's a scene where she has dinner with Jude Law and she overthrows the dinner and then she goes out dancing, drinking gin and tonics to Communards. Um, um, <laughs> uh, don't leave her this way. And I was like, this is the greatest five minutes of ever. It's a very, very good film. Um, the Nest, which was great. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon is great and a very sentimental portrayal. And Dix the Musical is an outrageous, audacious, great, masterful musical. Um your summary on Dick's the Musical, and then I will read by for better or for worse, what I put in my review.
1: Good Lord. Um I feel like I've I've said my piece, um, and I've said everything that I wanted to without being shouted down, so... <laughs> I would never shout you down. No. Um,
0: this is what I said. Oh, sorry, <laughs> you weren't finished. You weren't finished. That wasn't even a joke.
1: No, I think, yeah, like I say, they, it had a lot of merit. It, on the whole, didn't land for me. I didn't like the direction that it went in. Um, will, I... The question is whether it's going to be a quotable one in the same way that all our I other think, brainworm films have been.
0: I think you'll listen to the songs, and the songs will grow quotable. 10 out of 10. Bold, original, and hilarious, and boundary pushing in ways that avoid a plague of accusations of edginess or anything of the like. <laughs> this is like no film you've seen in a very long time. Shark and Jackson. Sharp, Sha- 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 and Jackson are dynamic and astoundingly talented, and this makes for two incredible debuts. Of course, uh, Lane and Mulally are outstanding, Then are Nathan Lane and Megan Mulally, and this film knows that and plays into their strengths whilst also pushing them into further levels of clownery. Larry Charles brings a cinematic quality to the whole proceedings that make this genuinely the best shot movie musical I've seen all year, that succeeds in ways that the bigger budgeted and more traditional movie musicals don't touch in any way, shape, or form. And we're going to end with a quiz question, Ring. Uh, typing in the musical on Carruthers, Legger to Whoever. Can you name me the 2020 movie musical starring Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, and Andrew Reynolds? Uh,
1: The Prom.
0: Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have said I shouldn't have said too many actors. But like <laughs> that is another movie that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. I thought the prom was fine. Fine though. I want to tell the people. (laughs) And yes, I do sing that song in the shower all the time. Thank you, Rian. Thank you. In the words of Charlie Barber, thank you for obliging me.
1: Indulging me.
0: Oh, no. Thank that. Thank (laughs) that. Oh, I, I told you the story about when i watched it on my ipad in philadelphia and 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 she walked around the corner and i started crying and went then turn around and come back to him <laughs> i was in a dark place dixon musicals wonderful and uh rian oh rian just messaged me she loves it <laughs>